Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You shit. shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, a lot <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. What's up? Uh, not that much. It's just, uh, I don't know. I'm trying, trying to figure out how tinfoily we're going to get about this whole bombing bit tonight. Real fucking tinfoily. Real tinfoily. Is that yeah. the plan? Uh, before I forget, as I mentioned previously, uh, this is going to be the last call-in show for two weeks' time. Not because we plan on changing the call-in show or anything like that, but because uh, just circumstantial reasons. So next week is Halloween, so we're not going to do a call-in show on Halloween night. Go out, have fun, eat some candy, all that. And then uh, I've got some personal obligations the week after, which unfortunately, of course, is um, is election week. I know the timing's not ideal, but we will resume the week after. So no call-in show October 31st, no call-in show November 7th, but we will resume after that. For now, uh, if you're new to the show, there is a link to the server on which we host the calls. That is linked in the uh, video description. Put your name in uh, the roll call when you join the server. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Patrons get priority. So if you're a patron of uh, myself or Blonde or of the podcast, you should be marked in that pretty orange font. If you're not, send us a message on Patreon. We'll take care of that. Um, let's see. These days we're taking 90 minutes of calls. Trying to do, what, two or three minutes of call? If Blonde can stay on. Depends on if you let me talk about myself. Sure. Uh, if you're uh, if you're having trouble getting into uh, getting on uh, on air, uh, and you'd like to contribute to the show, or maybe you can't do it live, send us an email. Uh, put call in show question in the subject line. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. We got a couple of those to get through tonight, and then we also have uh, a few video submissions. If you want to you know, give us a video submission of a minute or less, uploaded unlisted to use, we will play the audio on the show and respond to it. And then we take Super Chats uh, at the bottom of the hour and or Streamlabs, which is linked as well if you don't want to support YouTube's charities, whatever those might be. If you don't want a random chance at supporting YouTube's charity. You know, Hmm. no injuries. Nobody was injured. I just... Oh, I know. I know. Really? Really? It's odd. I'm sure we're going to get some voices about that tonight, some calls about that. So I'm ready to hop into it if you are. Yeah. Let's talk to Jack first. Jack, you're good to go if you're ready. Calling about the bombs, Jack? <laughs> Jack? Jack. All right, we'll let him hang out. Uh, Constantine's up next. Oh. All right, Jack, are you clicking Hello? something? Are you playing a game? I'm going to have to let you go if you're... All right, I'm going to let you go, Jack. Uh, Constantine. What's up, man? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Blonde's hoping for bomb talk, but bomb talk. you're usually like international guy. Well, I we're, I will talk about a bomb of sorts, a nuclear bomb. I mean, I don't... Uh, uh, look, this INF thing, P- Trump getting out of it, I would say it's probably my biggest criticism that I've had since he's been in office. I'm very disappointed hmm. right now. Now, there's renegotiation prospects, but again, it's it's a stupid move. It's like, oh, the Russians violated the INF. Oh, we've only been encroaching eastward since 1990. 
Why, why would they ever build medium-range nuclear missiles? Why, who, who would have guessed it? Who would have guessed it? This is not what I expected. Yeah, when sure. I, when I heard bomb talk. You know? Go on. This is, this is a little more. outside my wheelhouse, so I'm unfortunately unprepared to offer intelligent commentary on it. Well, I mean, it was uh, signed in 87 between Reagan and Gorbachev to limit uh, medium-range missile testings, but then they say the Russians violated, which they technically have been. Like I said, it's, well, we, we kind of pushed them down that path, but I'm hopeful about renegotiations because Trump has uh, pleasantly surprised me before. I've been frustrated with him in these similar situations before. They're supposed to meet at a sideline meeting at the G20 uh, on November 11th. Uh, that was at least corny. I mean, and uh, at insult to injury, he sent John Bolton over to say that the treaty was at risk of being scrapped. Hmm. Yeah, so. he's not super diplomatic or well liked in the global stage, so it was probably a mistake. Oh, oh gee, I mean, I mean, who doesn't love that? Uh, you know, Waller is looking mustache warmonger. <laughs> I, I know I'm just his number one fan. He came to my school when I was in college. I did not take the opportunity to go listen to him speak. I could have, I could have got John Bolton's autograph. It was right there on the table, but I didn't, I didn't seize the opportunity. Do you have any final I, thoughts? I, 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 th- I think John Bolton's autograph in, in many places would be more of a liability than something valuable. At least my <laughs> sure. All right, man. Thanks yeah, for the call. They might make you pay them for showing it. Yeah, really. <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> okay, but I'm getting out of here. Bye-bye. He's always faster. He, he dips out of here faster than I can kick him out, man. Uh, Ovid is up next. And, uh, and remember, we will be mixing in non-patrons as well. Um, so if you're a non-patron, hang out, and uh, and we might uh, we might get to you as well. Uh, Ovid, what's up, man? How how hard is it to actually make a bomb that explodes? Like like Good if you're really, seemingly not that if hard. you're really fucking trying. Well, all right, first of all, you're gonna snail mail a fu- you know fucking bombs to the safest people. I know, on the and then the haphazardly stick like twenty American flag stamps on there. <laughs> they and literally like, they they look like the bong. That Kumar had in Harold and Kumar <laughs> two, where he's, where he's like, no, it's a bong. It, it looks, it looks, they look, they look horrible. First of all, you're snail yeah. mailing them. None of them explode, and it, it takes it. How long did it take for them to even say they were a bomb? They're like, we have devices. We don't really know what they are. They, right. The wording, exactly. the wording was. So very I don't know suspicious. who's more retarded, the person making the bomb or the people that we have who can't like look at it and say, yeah, that looks like bomb. We, we've got you a mean bomb. whoever it's, Soros it's, it's, paid to to make these crappy bombs. It's my understanding that it's not very difficult. And like I told Skag before you go live, if you're going to stage something like this, like you're going to murder your wife and stage a burglary, you shoot yourself in the shoulder. Like somebody <laughs> needed to get hurt here if, you, yeah. if they wanted it to be believable. So uh, Razor, Razor Fist, I think it was, um, retweeted some guy who said that he was like a, a bomb expert. Uh, or that he he worked you know as, as a bomb guy and mm-hmm. he he basically said like they look fake as fuck you know giant you know over the top timer things and wires coming out everywhere yeah um, and then I'm, like I'm why am exactly i seeing all these theorist, journalists like, i'm seeing all these like, journalists like, taking pictures with these packages it's like why are there not a bunch of bomb squads all over this like why is some journalist opening oh what is this it's like hmm. that's you couldn't have been that worried if you're just taking pictures of it and posting it to social media. I call, this whole thing stinks. Yeah, and and we're gonna see how this goes because right, remember, Ryson was sent to 
you know, who Mattis and whatever it was like Susan, what? Was uh, Susan Collins received some. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Did it like actually? Three, I thought it three, wasn't three Ryzen. weeks ago. I thought that was confirmed. Oh, I, I let me look it up. I don't know. But, you know, and, and that that went under the rug pretty quickly. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Oh, we're going to have to hear about this for weeks. Yeah, it looks like it was just claimed like her husband claims that. Threatening letter with alleged ricin sent to Susan Collins. Anyway, I thought they yeah, tested right. it and it wasn't. I mean, There's I just googled like Susan Collins ricin and it, you know, it has references of claims, but nothing that says definitively. And, and, anyway, anyway, what the, yeah. the only thing I'm saying is there is clear evidence that that the one thing we can say without a doubt is that these incompetent bombs were made by a woman. All right, <laughs> and that's how we know it wasn't a right winger. That's, that's, oh geez you get uh see if you can speak across your mic a little bit more it's peeking out maybe it's just because you're very enthusiastic so you're speaking loudly no, i'm slouching the... that's why ah, okay uh regal fraggles up next and then uh we'll get dash render after that regal fraggle you're good to go if you're ready He's got his mic muted. Let's get uh, let's get Dash render in the meantime. Da Dash, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey. All right, how are you? I'm uh, doing all right. Did you either of you guys check the uh, Charlie Kirk Hassan Piker terrible debate? I only saw the clip of Charlie freaking out. Like was after... it at Politicon? I didn't even hear. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was on Sunday. Can someone give me a TLDR? Well, admittedly. Uh, I felt like it was a pretty ugly exchange. It, uh, you know, Charlie got very heated very quickly, and Hassan just dismissed every dismissed everything. Wasn't it, it was, that Jank was like heckling him from the audience? Is that what happened? Yeah, there was like this thing at the very end where uh, I guess Jank had said something to to Charlie because they were talking about like their income or something, and Charlie yeah. had to assert that he was making less than Hassan Piker, and and then Jank appeared i guess he said something to him but he wasn't mic'd obviously so you couldn't hear what he said mm -hmm. and and from the stage he you know charlie kirk goes after chank and is like i i practice what i preach and you don't chank and i'm just kind of making a scene making this big scene but yeah he even said let's go jank let's uh, implicitly let's fight <laughs> yeah yeah i don't yeah. I'm, I'm not a big guy but i wouldn't uh, i really wouldn't want to test uh chank's chank's physical prowess maybe i would test his mental prowess but not his physical prowess yeah. You know, that one time Alex Jones and Jank almost got in a fight, that would have been the fight, the real fight to watch. <laughs> right. That would have been, been some serious entertainment. Yeah, they're oh, both man, so sweaty. Sure, Ugh. sure. No, I was just curious to know what you guys thought, because I'm, I'm starting to, with Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens, I'm really starting to have some really conflicting opinions about, I, I, I like a lot of the ideas. I just, I'm not a huge fan of their representation and how they represent the ideas. And I've, I've had kind of a problem with, with, for, for instance, if when Charlie's going to go debate Hassan, who absolutely has almost zero ground to stand on it, that's, that's, that's a time when you got to stay civil and calm and you got you have to address the man sitting next to you, not, mm -hmm. you know, a straw man and not, not go after the same talking points and sneaking in the God bless Americas and stuff like that. I just, it, 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 it didn't feel genuine and it didn't feel, you know, it didn't feel what, what I wanted to get out of it. I haven't seen the debate and I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of Charlie and Candace at their events either. So I just, I'd have I to go by what I've seen the from them individually media crossover that they get. Hmm, yeah. 
Like I see That's Candace, fair. she's like on Levin or on Judge Janine or on Tucker or on Hannity, like once a week. <clears throat> but do you, do either of you guys get a vibe that they're almost kind of taking advantage of a, of kind of a void and kind of utilizing? They 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 almost they're almost <laughs> like TV evangelists. You know what I'm saying? Like almost like the 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 attitudes they kind of propagate almost kind of seem to be like car- caricatures rather than. Don't make me answer this, man. <laughs> answer it please I'm, I'm out on this one skag you want to be the diplomat here i don't have hmm, i don't well hmm, <laughs> hmm. i was gonna say i have no reason to believe they're insincere but that would not i can't, I, I can't I'm, unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> i'm not suggesting they're lying i'm not yeah. suggesting they're lying. i just uh, i mean unfortunately the only way I could explain, I, 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 it's just an area I can't really comment on because sometimes I can't even explain it generally without feeling like I'm throwing people under the bus, you know? And right, I guess right. what I'm saying is there's some stuff that Blonde and I are a little bit more privy to than maybe the general public, I suppose, that we... That's fair. I've probably said too much already, Blonde's... <laughs> squinting or just shut giving me the she's giving me the yeah. cutoff so <laughs> what i'm what i'm saying is i think we have opinions that no nah, i'm just gonna stop i'm gonna I'm gonna stop i'm gonna tap out fine tap it out abort abort sure. vision thanks for calling dude thank you man sure. i know that's unsatisfying but it's like what kind of what kind of fights or i don't even i don't want to pick fights but sometimes you can't offer an opinion without being interpreted as though you're picking a fight, you know? And to be clear, I think both of them are doing far more uh, good than harm. Uh, they're, they're I'm always far... impressed with her when I see her on mainstream media. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, uh, I don't want that to be interpreted as though I'm like harboring any ill will toward anybody or any harsh criticism toward anybody or anything like that. That's why it's. Now, if anybody wants to call in and talk about Ben Shapiro's Twitter today, <laughs> I'm game to if talk you, about that. If your immediate reaction is false flag, you are deranged. Oh, right. I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. No, Tink's a water buffalo. If you knock him over, he has a hard time getting back up. So. <laughs> kind of yeah. Like, a, like a bug when like you flip it on too, its though. back. Hmm. Uh, maybe. Uh I wanted to talk about Megan Kelly and her apology for uh, blackface oh, comments. God, that- so she I, did apologize. Oh yeah, and it yeah, was all did. it was all I'm not PC, but I understand sensitivity is necessary in She's these totally days. She's totally PC. <sighs> sensitivity is unnecessary and there was no need to apologize for that. Number 1, what she said in the first place wasn't that controversial. I don't think it was racist at all. Number 2, apologizing to these people uh, only emboldens them with their scalp claiming. It does not actually help you. They'll come after you just as viciously next time, don't worry. Yeah, Blood never apologize. Do people learn nothing from Roseanne? Is there any condition that you could see it being necessary to uh, apologize? Yeah, if she wore a costume out on stage that was in blackface and said, look, I am an inferior, hilarious black person. And I'm no wearing... apologies. <laughs> that, that's a bit believable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, look at my giant lips I put on specifically to ridicule black people. Yeah, maybe then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> okay. No, uh... Did you see how many people were... I shouldn't say how many people. I did look at her apology tweet, and when I say how many people, I'm re- gauging by the replies. How many people were calling for her firing? That is insane. And, never, and if people didn't catch the this... Mobs, just I assume most people in the audience are familiar. Yeah, all she said was, when I was younger, 
some people like to dress up like Diana Ross or other um, uh, black people held in high regard. So we, you darken your skin. You darken your skin to appear like a black person who you respected, not who you were trying to mock. That's all she said. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow, that got you heated. Okay. Well, so it's it's of, just well, it got me heated because it's it, we we it's just the pitchfork culture that we have where yeah. even implying that not all blackface is created equal is enough to get people to call for your job. Hmm. Yeah. Oh man, we could have done Kim and Kanye for Halloween. That'd be some good blackface. Well, I was thinking about this. I thought if it wasn't too late, we could do we could do the costume Megan Kelly is too afraid to wear. We could have been Diana Ross in blackface. That'd have been aggressive. Both of us is Diana Ross. Yeah. I don't know if it's this story is going to blow over in the next news cycle. That's probably too. Yeah, they, yeah. They they go twenty four hour uh, target finding and and she has been taken out. So it'll be the next scalp to claim later in the week. You have any final thoughts, bro? God, bro, yeah, what is week. wrong with me? <laughs> okay, so. Uh, look up the PSDR3. So I have to fake news myself because apparently there was another uh, integrally suppressed pistol that was being produced. Huh. Yeah. This is phallic. Uh, what did, is, I must have Googled the wrong thing. What is it? PSDR3. Why does that take me to like a school district? Pattonville School uh, District. I don't. Maybe know. I just need but to try put in revolver. Gun. PSDR yeah. three gun. revolver or revolver. Sure. Yeah. So it's an integrally suppressed revolver that oh, uh, cool. a guy named Joe Peters made for the German equivalent of SWAT back in. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's actually really cool because you have the su- suppressed barrel, and then there's a two doors that cover the cylinder and everything so the gases that escape oh that's there. a suppressor you just said that like yeah. three times i'm sorry I'm... <laughs> i got and bombs it, on the mind and it it is ridiculously quiet apparently it's like it 90. does look like a blaster or something like a star wars blaster yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty out there. yeah let's <laughs> hmm. set your gun to stun yeah, yeah. for sure all right thanks man <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling dude. all right later <laughs> Raylingo. Raylingo, you're good to go. Okay. What's on your you hear mind? Hear me okay? Yep. Sure can. Okay. So I'll give you an option. Uh, we can talk about gun purchases or Michigan. Well, what about Michigan? Well, Michigan, there's, uh, yes Michigan, or no? Uh, uh, there's a, uh, what was it called? There's a debate for Senator. Gun purchases it is. Gun purchases. (laughs) Okay. Go for it. Okay. So I got my CPL a few months ago, Mm -hmm. and I also bought my dad's old Glock 17. Okay. And I found out one thing. It's very Mm -hmm. hard to conceal a Glock. Okay. I've never carried a Glock, so. You don't want to get a thigh holster? A little too gay for you? Yeah. I'm just joking. Maybe. I've never seen a man anyway. with a thigh holster before. I was thinking about getting a holster for my uh, for my midriff, basically just under a jacket or something. Anyway, I got a uh, P365. It's uh, like two to three inches shorter than a Glock. 
It's a SIG, right? Or I'm I'm not familiar yep, with SIG. it. Okay. Yeah, it's a neat little gun. How long have you and had I it? I am a big guy. I was well. I have it. I've had it for a week. Okay. Yeah. Ten like plus it? one, so though. Wow, high capacity for something. That, yes, it is. Yeah. So um, it's. Yeah, I'm just looking at the specs here. Cool. Yep. Wow, you can uh, get a crotch holster. Is that a real thing, or is the live chat messing with me? Oh, uh, you're talking about like an appendix holster, like a front holster, the the kind well, that yeah, no, you can blow your dick off if you're not careful. Oh, I have one of those. I have from the lock. You carry uh, on the appendix, basically. Uh, I can carry there. I can carry on my side. I'm planning on getting something better for like this, for uh, like I said, under the arm or something, so I can like, have it in a better position. The old man who used to work at the shop that that I go to uh, carried in sus- like these suspenders. Well, they weren't suspenders, but he just had like yeah, that over the shoulder type thing. That guy sounds awesome. I've yeah, he was cool, but but you got to be like, I think you got to be an old man to pull that off. I don't think it will work. I don't know. I think you could pull that off. Uh, well, he did. I mean, he wore suspenders too. He was definitely old school in his style. I wish people would bring that back. He was a very Santa Claus looking man, you know, so it suited him well. I doubt it. Nope. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, man? Um, not really, other than if you ever find yourself in Michigan, I would like to go to a shooting range with you. Sure. Uh, I not can't, I... I don't expect I'll be there, but if you're driving down I 90, nope. you know, people hit me up. People hit me up from time to time. Yeah, I'll bring my AR-15 if I ever show up. They're, well, I'm surprised not they're not banned loaded. in Michigan yet. Give it a little no, bit of time. No, they're not. All right. See you, Dave. Thanks, man. Yep. Uh, um, let's let's go to Wandering next. He hasn't called in a while, has he? He called in last week. Oh, never mind. He had a he had a joke. He might have another joke tonight. Hey there. Yeah. Why, yes, I do. Matt and I once made love in a Democratic office. Then the mailman came in with a huge and long package. All I can say in the end was that there was a big explosion. Well, so, okay, so my bombs actually work then. Yeah? Yes, yes, they do. Good. Because it's, it's made by a man, not a woman. <laughs> a man's craftsmanship. Yeah. Hmm. Is that what you want to talk about, bombs, or you got something else? Yeah, just the immediate reaction to the bombs and that uh, it's just it's the typical thing you would see coming from the left wing media. Oh, it's yeah. Trump's rhetoric that caused this attack. I'm like, show me evidence, please. Yeah, yeah. I need I need evidence that this was committed with right wing ideology as a motivator at all. Like it seems it's it's not insane to surmise this was politically motivated, but. I mean, there's a million different political motivations that could be behind this. Yeah, it was politically motivated because George Soros is politically motivated and whoever he paid to plant these bombs. It's just as reasonable to me to consider that possibility as the the possibility that this is on face value. That said, taking this at face value. You want to tell me that some right winger did this thinking it was going to help Trump right before midterms, knowing that nobody was going to get hurt and that all bombs were going to be found before they detonated. Bullshit. (laughs) There'd have to be some kind of other factor in play like some mental illness or something but but yeah. uh i mean i don't want to jump to any conclusion without evidence the problem is people treat one as crazy and the other is totally reasonable yeah 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 I don't think it's laughable. 
then they're the ones jumping to conclusion about any evidence. They're like, yeah. oh, Trump's rhetoric, he's, he's why. I'm like, uh, when has he ever asked his audience to target people? Unlike some yeah, his, yeah. Uh, unlike this would... uh, one black person that we know of, <laughs> Maxine. Oh, yeah. And Cory Booker did, too, at some point. Like, get Maybe... up in the face of... Uh representatives not only was it a false flag but it was a maxine ordered or conducted false flag that's the next level tinfoil let's harass them then have someone harass me so that way we both get <laughs> yeah really i mean the good news about this is that leftists are retarded and totally incompetent so surely their fingerprints are all over this I bet uh, I bet we might find out who's behind this. Or, well, or I hope not. we do before midterms, and then this backfires spectacularly like the Kavanaugh thing. This is mm. their October surprise. Such bullshit. <sighs> First, we tried false rape allegations. Then we tried hoax bombings. I know. I, mean, I like it's... how Ben Shapiro is going to call me deranged for saying this is a false flag operation after they just tried to railroad somebody with gang rape accusations. But this is totally unrealistic. It's like they will <laughs> stop at nothing here. It, it, it is sad to me that we live in a world where that, if I'm going to be honest, that seems more plausible to me based on the pattern of recent events than intentional right wing violence. That said, I'm not claiming to know what happened here, but it's sad to me that we live in a world where the pattern suggests that would be a totally plausible thing to have happen. And bombs, that's the left wing's jam. That's not how the right operates. <laughs> well, except for those abortion clinics. Yeah, how many, how many times did that it's actually happen? It's been a little while. It They've was never taken... a snail mail bomb, was it? No, no. They then those bombs blew up. Those bombs definitely blew up. Yeah, because the yeah. right. They're you know, they're more competent. Engineering. Yeah. A lot of engineering. engineering by a man. You gotta yeah. remember by a hmm. Any uh, any final thoughts from you? I'm not gay. The one thing to prove it is that I love two things in life, boobs and more boobs. <laughs> okay. I don't give okay. a fuck. Thank you, man. <laughs> that was very Clay Travis of him. Yeah, if only Clay we had Brooke, Travis, that's what it was. Brooke Baldwin here to express her outrage at that type of commentary. What did let's, you uh, say? Let's talk to Steven. How can you even say that? I, as, a woman, as a woman, as a woman. Hey, Steven. Yeah. Hey. Hey there. What's on your mind? Uh, I wanted to talk about the caravan. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I, I don't know what y'all are hearing. I've heard the numbers go up and up and. I've heard as I've many as 14,000. So by 15,000. Yeah. Hmm. I've heard 17,000. Hmm. It's hard to tell, but um, you know what it reminds me? Reminds me of other than the the migrant crisis in Europe. Hmm. It uh, reminds me of in... the orcs in Lord of the Rings. That's what it reminds me. Of. <laughs> <laughs> um, way back, I don't know if y'all how many years ago it was during Hurricane Katrina, but um, are y'all aware? Are you, do y'all remember what happened to a lot of the people that evacuated from Hurricane Katrina? Not necessarily. No. A lot of them came here to Houston, hmm. and there was and a just, lot. They were of just relocated, un- and they just stayed, or what? Uh, I think a lot of them went back, but it took them a long time to go back. And mm-hmm. also, the we were constantly hearing stuff on the media about how. I mean, FEMA gave them all kinds of money, and that money was supposed to. They were supposed to be able to live that, you know, like stretch it out to tie them over until they came 
you know, either find a job locally or move back home. And uh, one guy blew it all in one night at a strip bar. That was one story. There was there was several stories, not to mention there was a church that that housed a lot of them and they pissed on the mattresses. It was mm. these were and this, you know, there was a lot of social unrest and this was with American citizens. Yeah. Gross. So you're worried what what would happen if they actually crossed the border? Well, um, the I, I I think a lot of people in our in our line of um, what we ingest news wise, I think we all believe it's orchestrated and that it's not organic. And also, um, we, you know, um, the one of the I don't know what to call it, but. One thing I believe is that um, other than it's orchestrated, it's like a no win for Trump. If he has to use force hard, they make him look like a villain and it and it turns out higher votes for the Democrats or hmm. he goes soft on them, thus disappointing his base. And then, yeah, you know, yeah. that's why they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, know, it it is mean, a good strategy for the left. But hmm. I think that he just needs to stop them from getting here and then just, you know, cut off foreign aid to Mexico and all and countries. I, I don't even know where they're at right now. Like, um, it looked like they were, uh, I don't know if they were coming up and they were going to go through Texas, but it looks last that I saw, it looks like they're on their way to California. That's what I'd heard. And they said at current pace, they'd be here in like three weeks. So there's a little bit of time. Four months. Ah, well, they're definitely, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Cause it's all like, like fat chicks and 85% dudes. It's like how, how fast possibly get up here. Hmm. 14, yeah, we've heard people. it's died off some. I don't know. I've, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I've heard, but I've heard the term invasion force being thrown around, and it's like uh, at that level. I mean, sure, if you want to, if you're seeking asylum, apply for asylum. But as far as I'm concerned, with that that big of a group of people, you need to have a military force on the border, as Trump has already said he's considering or will do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like shoot them as they approach, but I am saying you need to defend the border. So you need to have it clearly understood that if you mess around, you step a foot across there, there's serious consequences. No, I mean, we need to get Mexicans to shoot them as they approach. That's <laughs> really what we need. Okay. Anyway, we got to give from you the, what I've heard the From what I've heard, the cartels are, are aiding them too. Mm. Or if not mm. stealing some of them for human trafficking purposes. God, I thought the, they were on our the side. The media fixation too has been Trump and Pence said there are Middle Eastern terrorists in the caravan and that there's no evidence for that. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know who's in the caravan or not, but does the presence of Middle Easterners, is that a, is that a distinction that changes anything about the nature of it? If there are no Middle Easterners, then they can come in. If there are Middle Easterners, then they can't. Is that? Yeah, yeah, really. I don't think I don't, you should be focusing on that, though. I, I, I agree that he doesn't need to comment on that at all. But the media treat it as though if they can demonstrate that's a lie, that makes meaningful change about how we ought to respond to this caravan. I don't know how many times mind, I've said this, but drones operated by 4chan is the way to solve the border <laughs> crisis. Not one will escape. Yeah, Not I know. one. Yeah. Weaponized autism. Anyway, we got to give you the boot, Stephen. Thanks for calling. Thanks, man. Uh, can, I, can I give Matt my final thoughts? Sure. Sure. I almost sent you a DM saying y'all should be Kanye and Taylor Swift for Halloween. Uh, the only reason I was worried about some of these uh, black characters is how do we do it without black face? But now Megyn Kelly has... Inserted a new layer of, people. well, not anymore because our costumes are um, 
already acquired. Oh yeah, mine came in the. I almost sent you a link for a Kanye West mask that was would have looked ridiculous. Good question. Do masks count, or is it only if you paint your face? I think it's only if you paint your face. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Y'all have a good night. Thoughts for next year. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Let's take a we'll take a quick super chat break and get back to calls momentarily. Okay. Um, Liberative. I now wish I had called in as the (laughs) as the evil midterm bomber that bombs at midterms. (laughs) Yeah. (gasps) Thanks, dude. Uh, Big LC. Did you guys hear about the "It's Okay to Be White" vote? in the Australian Senate vaguely, but I got bored and stopped reading about it. What did you I saw Baring's video on it. So apparently there was some vote in the Australian Senate to adopt a resolution. If I understand correctly, basically just agree to a statement that says it's okay to be white. And it was voted down and the proponents of this resolution or whatever this statement was, were accused of the usual sort of racism, white supremacism nonsense. Wow. What a waste of time. I mean, I mean, I get that it seems like a waste of time resolutions and those sorts of things, like making statements legislatively, like we think this is cool or not cool. That's kind of a waste of time. But opposing it because you think the statement it's okay to be white is racist is probably even worse. Thanks, Big LC. Uh, TNT Cycles PDX drinking some 114 old granddad bourbon. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. And that sounds uh, gross. Do you like bourbon? No, I don't really like, uh, you know, liquor at all, really. I, I hardly ever drink it. Rarely. And smoking a My Father's Antiquated, two of my favorite vices, while watching my two favorites do the Colin show, doesn't get much better in Portland. Portland! Uh-oh, I hope Portland. you're safe. Thanks. Get that mayor Thanks, out of there. Yeah. Somehow. We appreciate it. Legally, Jared, what? legally. What? Talking about how you get that Portland mayor out of, out of office. Oh. Uh, Philbert 53 Rogers, Kirk and Candace seem sincere, but they serve as gatekeepers and tone police on the right. If we filed their advice, the leftist dystopia would just come slower and not be halted altogether. I don't know if I can opine on that. I, I mean, I, I maybe there's something specifically the chatter is referencing. I've seen Candace doing quite the opposite. I've seen her ripping the so-called tone police like uh, like Shapiro and others on Twitter all the time. And she pretty much says whatever she wants, which is good, of course. Mm. But uh, um, But maybe there's something specifically he's thinking of. Uh, Judge Lott. Hey guys, it's been a while since I've been in live. Blonde, I watched Sunday's show yesterday morning watching you say, I disavow with a sardonic grin and twinkle in your eye. Really made me laugh. A plus, guys. A plus. Yeah, I guess I wasn't really selling it to anybody, was I? I don't know. I understand. I understand. I understand what was going through your head, which is on principle, you can't accept the, you know, Congressman body slam stuff. But there's a part of you that enjoys the spectacle, I suppose you could yeah, say. Yeah, but I want to be like you, where like the way I feel and my principles are just naturally aligned. But it's not like that for me. I'm like, I know this is wrong, but I can't help but think it's awesome. I can't, well, I can't deny that I, even when the news came out before Trump commented on it, I'm sure if you go back to our stream where we talked about that event at the time, I'm sure I smirked about it a little bit at the time. There's something that's, a little bit funny about it that said it's not something that i want to have happen at all it's sort of like the moldy locks punching like 
Okay, I, that was just straight up awesome. She actually deserved that. Yeah. So maybe that's not a good comparison, but um, there are there. I guess it's it's possible to to hold those two competing views at once, where or those competing interests at once, where like, all right, I'm watching a show before me, and I can kind of enjoy the show. That said, this is a show that shouldn't happen. Yeah, I'd imagine that's how people felt when they were watching gladiator fights. Which hmm. I surely would have attended if I lived back then. Um, Miles Kinslow, hey guys, recently saw a video where Tim Pool said he's bald. Did not know that. I hope the hat is not a complex. We'll accept him either way. I guess I've never seen him know. without a hat. Never really talked to him about about that about the about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Buddha twenty three fed Matt. No one's made love. He regretted it. Now hashtag Matt two. Can't call tonight, but we are at 37 weeks and she's ready to pop. Well, good luck with the birthday. Wow. Thank you, sir. Uh, Juju Yip, no, no, thank you. Uh, Nick KCIN, um, no, it helps Trump. Most people don't want a mob breaking into the country, so go hard or die soft. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think that it's going to fall back on Trump and it's not going to be good either way, which is why, of course, they're funding this, which they clearly are. But I guess I'm deranged for thinking that. Uh, I, well, I, I'm not going to go as far as to say somebody's orchestrating. I can't make a specific accusation against anybody. That said, I think that it's the idea that a, um, a horde of 15,000, 17,000, however many thousand people just spontaneously organizes to march upon our country's borders at a time of significant electoral importance. Odd, very odd for sure. It's also expensive and they seem to be getting fed. And yeah, how I guess I don't think about the logistics of that, but how in the hell is that happening? They all got a backpack full of cliff bars or what? I don't know. They're getting those those hot Soros meals. <laughs> Soros MREs. Soros MREs. Damn it. <laughs> yours was better. Ah. Yeah. Uh, tune in, drop out. This is the last one I'll do right now. And we'll circle back. Why uh, Target has been Democrats. Exactly. Why is Debbie Schultz name on the return address? Wasn't she the one who rigged the DNC primary? Could be a Bernie bro playing the Dems. Not sure how the optics will hmm. play out, but a Bernie bro. Oh, Debbie was the care. return address, not a target. Or she could be a target. She was a target, I thought. Am I, I wrong may, about this live or chat? Or it might be that they put the return address on there in case the mail was returned, and then there's kind of two targets on the piece. I don't know. The whole thing is suspicious. She doesn't She doesn't have any power in the government anymore. Yeah, what is she even doing? Clinton, so why? She's why? not in Congress anymore, right? What is, what, what is she doing? Yeah. I've not heard anything from her for a long time. Oh, return address, they're saying, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, okay. There is, there is one Streamlab I want to, uh, Streamlab uh, note I want to take care of. Andel says, hey guys, have you been paying attention to the Project Veritas leaks about McCaskill and Heitkamp playing up their moderate credentials, but planning to be super regressive if reelected? Great video today, Matt. Well, thank you. And I have been watching um, uh, the uh, Project Veritas videos that have been coming out, and I think they're quite good. They are. No surprise there with McCaskill, especially. I I just watched the High Camp one today, and they're basically the same theme as the as the chatter uh, referenced. And I think McCaskill's going to be out. There are tons of moderate Republicans in Missouri. McCaskill's out. High Camp's out. Tester in Montana is the probably the most likely of those three to be saved. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's out too. That it's really tightened up around here. He's only it's the the gap in the polling now is within the margin of error between those two. So. Good. Yeah. And Coulter still seems pretty sure that Dems are going to take the house. They might. They might. It's just going to create gridlock. So I'm not, I actually am not super worried about it. 
Yeah, nothing's going to get done for two years, and they're going to investigate every damn thing ever. It's I know, gonna and really then he's annoying. just going to get reelected. So yeah, hmm. nice long game, Dems. All right, we're good. Let's talk to. Let's take a quick non-patron caller. Um, God, um, God is up. If you can get hey that there. mic unmuted, you're good to go. Try another one real quickly. Let's try resin up. Resin up. You're good to go if you're ready. Oh, shit. I didn't realize you were still doing this. Um, yeah. How are you guys, first of all? We're doing all right. What's on your mind? Yeah, that's good. Um, well, I was going to tell you about how my friend got shot in the neck. In oh, the leg. Okay. In Is the he alive? Neck? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, he was with his uh, AR-15. Was what? Sorry, we got kind of a, a spotty connection. He was doing what with his gun? He was on his property. Okay. Round, saw a piece of metal a good distance away, said, hey, it'd be a good idea if I shot that thing. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, so it was, uh, it was um, like a ricochet type thing. Yeah, he shot it. It ricocheted him right back in the neck. So was it the actual round <laughs> that hit him, or was it debris? It was, a, it was a round. Oh, so the actual Damn. round bounced straight back. What did he shoot? A two, two, three. Uh, that, no, but like, what was the what was the target he was shooting? Some metal sign, he said. It was just like a piece of metal that was on his property. He didn't tell me what it was. Do you know the range? Uh, like how far how far away yeah. it was? Uh, I think he said somewhere about fifty yards or so. Okay, yeah, that's. Hmm. Well, I'm glad he's fine, but that was really stupid. That's why you're never supposed ago. to shoot into water, either, kids. I actually didn't know yep. that. It it uh, it bounces off water or what? You can you can have hmm. a ricochet effect and then shoot yourself in the face or in the hmm. neck like this guy? Well, that's always fun. Um, he's fine, by the way. Medical All right, well, that, that's that's good to hear. You got any closing thoughts before we let him go? Um, he said that he said when it, he got hit, it just felt like a hot sting sensation. Hmm. Good to know. <laughs> All right, thank you, man. Yep. Later. I'm God. You're good to go if you can get that mic going. Let's talk to Chris in the meantime. Hey, Chris. Hey. How you guys doing? We're all right. Hey What's there. on your mind? Uh, well, since you're not going to have a call-in show for the next couple weeks, I wanted to go ahead and get your prediction for the upcoming election. Ooh, good call. I know I'll probably do a more refined prediction the Sunday before and take a look at uh, take a look at the the polling and stuff more in detail. Uh, I actually, based on what I see now, I predict a gain in the Senate. Um, the question is, do I want to go historic on the House, follow the historic trend, or do I want to do I want to be daring and predict that they're disappointed in the House too? I got to think they pick up seats in the house. I, I actually don't know how many they need to pick up the majority. I forget how many short they are right now. Yeah. I, I mean, they if I'm going to be, they need about, if I remember right, they need maybe 15. I got to get the small amount, but the I way I think looking. they probably get it. I don't want to be a, you know, a total wet blanket, but I see, I I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Cause okay. if you look at, and I'm basing this off of um, a few things. Um, Senate, for sure, Republicans are going to pick up a few seats. I think at maximum, 
the maximum amount of seats they'll have will be 55 if they get both Florida and Montana, as mm-hmm. well as the ones that they're as well as the seats that they're leading in right now. And Florida was um, looking so pretty that, good, wasn't it? I, I haven't yeah, seen polling for a little well, while. Florida but... and Montana are both within the margin of error, and Florida has yeah. been flip-flopping a lot in the polls. So yeah. it's really a toss-up there. Um, and I've been looking at it real clear, and they do um, they do two different things as far as um, the Senate map. So you can do the Senate map where it has the toss-ups, and then you can do Senate no toss-ups. And with that, they give... Republicans 53 and Democrats 47 with both Montana and Florida, um, hmm. which I can understand why, but at the same time, it's sort of like they're both within the margin of an error. So it's kind of hard for them to do that. The, um, uh, I mean, a t- tester is vulnerable here. I can tell you, man, like a l- people are not happy about yeah. the Kavanaugh stuff in particular. And it's not like I was going to vote for tester in any case, but I was definitely available to the libertarian candidate as a matter of principle of trying to stick with my, you know, most consistent with my values. I ended up voting Republican for that Senate contest specifically to reduce Democrats power in the Senate. And I think there are a lot of people who are motivated by that same idea that I am, you know? Yeah. And then so far as the house goes, I mean, the one thing you have to remember with, because a lot of people base it off of the generic poll, um, the generic congressional vote, yeah, which um, is not that which meaningful, it, I don't think. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it samples from every location. So you could have, yeah. like, if you have a sample size of 5,000, you could have 3,000 from San Francisco and New York, and that would just skew everything. And so yeah. the one thing that I've been looking at is the congressional map of the 2016 election, and I'm basing most of of what I've seen on that. So out of all of the congressional districts, Trump won 230. Mm-hmm. And so there's currently Republicans are set to have, as far as real clear politics says, they've got 199 um, between solid, likely, and lean. And then there's about 31 that are tossed up and the remaining are set to the Democrats. But again, you know, it's, it's one of those things where so a lot you- of these areas are trump areas so they yeah and if you if you win under that math if you win half the toss-ups you're there you're right there on that that edge so yeah i mean it's not inconceivable because all you need is 218 in order to control it yeah so i i don't know i think currently we have the republicans have 236 so i'd say my prediction is that the the democrats end up picking up six seats Okay, um, but then they'd ba- still be short. I'm just majority, basing yeah. it off of of um, it being at very most. Um, what, am I, what am I trying to say? At very most, uh, they pick up the six seats, and it gets to the two thirty two oh five split that we had with the 2016 election by congressional district. Sure, because if you All look right. at them. You know, that's just sort of how I'm looking at it. But we'll have to wrap it up. But uh, but call us back the week after if your math uh, comes to fruition. Yeah, I hope it does. It would be interesting if it did. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Josh and Jess are up next. Where were you guys? I can't believe it. This is the latest you've ever been, even though you're with the 650 crowd. He got on his phone, so he was very distracted by his Uh, shiny story. I was. I'm I'm a total tech nerd, so I had a new toy to play with. Mm. But 
Uh, so we actually have something that you guys may not have heard of to discuss. Okay. Uh, Blonde, sorry, it's going to kill your soul a little bit. Uh, Football, video so games. Babe, you know, you're more familiar with the story than I am. So an, a school district or a school in Colorado, in the Adams County District, recently had a career day where they invited a drag queen named I Jessica. I saw that. Lahore. Yeah. yeah. Lahore I mean, was her name? Her yeah. name? Her name? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's name, whatever. Talk <laughs> about <laughs> bullying or some stupid crap. Jessica yeah, Lahore, you say? career day. Yeah, it was in Denver, right? Yeah. Wait, career yeah, day? Being a drag queen is a career? Yeah, yeah apparently, okay. though. I don't know. I think you probably have better odds of being a professional sports player. <laughs> I would think so. This mean, is why I didn't believe that suicide kid story. The gay suicide Dude, that kid. thing, and there's been no information on that still. I know. Well, he was from Denver, and like this is the kind of shit Denver public schools do. Not like let your kid be your gay kid be bullied into suicide bullshit. Hmm. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I what I am a product of a Denver public school. I went to school in Adams County. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, she was is <laughs> so PC. She still flinches every time I say the word faggot. <laughs> don't be a faggot jess quit it <laughs> oh god but that's so bad interesting. my mom sent me a link because she lives in the in the denver area so she kind of got to that first and i just thought it would be surprise cringy but then the daily wire covered it yesterday so. yeah that's i think i only saw the headline but yeah the the other part of it was they they brought this person in and apparently said nothing to the parents this is oh it's yeah. just part of career day we don't have to get any parental I notification so or permission or, yeah, yeah. I, you know their parents are pissed and they're not apologizing for that uh, the only thing that they're willing to apologize for is failing to inform the parents of the roster of people who are going to be presenting at career day sure how old were the kids participating? Not that, I mean, I don't think it's young, great right? either way, but. That's the eighth grade. Yeah. Mm. So anywhere between 11 and 13. Oh my God. Mommy, Which... I want to be a drag queen when I grow up. Yeah. I mean, and the exposure to that, the sexual deviancy is just horrifying to me. I mean. What, what is this world? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, infuriating. If I, mm. I, I'm glad that it didn't happen to school that my daughter goes to. I would probably kill the principal. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, sent me a text and said your husband would explode. <laughs> yeah, I'd be real pissed for sure. <laughs> hmm. I use this to make a kiss to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save the story. I will, I'm trying to build a case. So. We, we will <laughs> let you guys go since it, we I guarantee we're past the two minutes. So. Right, thanks, thanks for guys. calling, guys. Have a great right. night. Project Nerd is up oh. next. Oh, I'm yes, God. You're I'm good to go before. if you're ready. Go for it. Figure that unmute button, but I got it. Yeah, it can be tricky. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I thought I would call in and give you a quick field report from good old Portland, Oregon. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Go for it. Yeah, um, I've, well, I'll just give a couple of quick thoughts, especially with uh, Antifa on the streets and mm -hmm. Patriot Prayer. My opinion on both of these groups is that they're both kind of LARPing around and playing political dress up. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of absurd. And in the summer, it was kind of fun because they, they would like, Put them in a park 
and then kind of block the area off and kind of let them just like go at it a little bit. Hmm. Not like a good sport. And now, you know, it's to the point where there's a lot of pointless instigating. And now even Antifa was seen with open carry at a recent yeah. protest. And everyone's is, is that uh, is that legal in Oregon? I assume if they're doing it. It was illegal. Legal. They had a permit and everything, so it was illegal. Hmm. But um, it's just it's kind of interesting to watch. Hmm. Yeah, and then um, just the other quick thought is that while I'm not worried so much about those few events with Antifa, the harmony to progressive ideology in like social circles here is is crippling. Hmm. Just it's kind of it reminds me of religion, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I think a lot of these things are very cultish. Uh, and if, if you are to dare to challenge the prevailing wisdom, you are going to be punished, exiled, all, all that sort of stuff. So, do you have any, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to get personal or anything, but if you got any, if you got any stories of anything that, or, or something that's happened, go for it. Well, you know, and my, I, my beliefs, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that political. I try to just be critical and like, sure. I always play devil's advocate to my own ideas. But um, even just bringing up immigration, um, trying to have an honest com- conversation about immigration is near impossible with even peers of mine. Um, you know, and I, especially now with a lot of democratic socialists, you know, there's coming more mainstream. Um, you know, just bringing up open borders and a welfare state two together, it's not a tenable position. Like I know. Yeah. Absurd. Like, if you want open borders, we can't be, you know, we can't be giving people welfare all the time, or else we're going to just go completely broke. And just bringing that up, isolated from groups of people because they just think me questioning that is inherently racist. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. I just, yeah, it just it saddens me. Um, I grew up in the Midwest, mm. and I was a contrarian there, and I raged against, you know, some of this like Christian conservative shit, you know, and now here I find myself playing to all these um, more progressive folks out here, but I just yeah, wanted sure. to all ensure my thoughts. There. Sure. Well, appreciate it, man. Well, I hope, yeah, I uh, I hope things maybe turn call. around there. I, I don't know. I, I, I lived in Portland, Oregon, uh, 06 to 10, 2010. That's when I was going to school there. And uh, I loved the city. This, you know, I watch them marching around like pioneer courthouse square and stuff. And that, that's where the bus used to drop us off when we go downtown and super pretty part of the city, cleanest, nicest part of the city. And now it's being destroyed by, destroyed. well, not just, I mean, it's, I don't know. Not, I don't know how much it's, vandalism it's they're doing. At the but, very least. And yeah, then it's a piss filled hell hole. It's just like Seattle. Point is they're damaging <laughs> it. And it, and it's, and my memory of that particular part of town too is, is very clean, very nice, very pretty part of the city. Unfortunately. No longer, but you know, yeah. the great outdoors, you know, just outside of the city. Sure. Still yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So just got to get through the winter of no sun from November to April. Basically. I got my vitamin D supplements. So yeah. Yeah. Good luck, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. See ya. Uh, Oh, you know, who's calling in Michael Schlecht. Hey dude. Give him a second. What's going on? Hey, Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, not much. Who's going to, Call in, talk, take a break from politics. Cast iron cooking. Cast iron cooking. Okay. I'm listening. Dang it! I thought it was going to be football. Uh, I knew so I'd I get could... the woman's attention. Yeah. 
I just no, got a Dutch I, oven and I've been using it so much. I love it. I am. Why do you laugh every time I say Dutch oven? Is it because it, it's when you fart under the blanket? And then <laughs> yeah, put it over somebody's I mean, that's 100% what it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's also a fantastic cooking utensil. It's the best cooking utensil. I'm sure it was a cooking utensil before it was a, cru- a crude gesture to your significant other. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I didn't so, even realize uh, it was an actual cooking thing. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no worries. Um, so we moved to to Colorado in May, uh, right. and we had to get rid of our grill, which was like, you know, losing a dog to me. Mm. <laughs> you know, coming from Wisconsin, we're big grillers, so uh, had to settle for some cast iron. And I was uh, wondering if you had any experience cooking with cast iron. Yeah, I got tons of experience cooking with cast iron. Get a pre-seasoned cast iron pan because seizing it is a big pain in the ass. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I make my roasts in the oven. So I just, you know, dish it up and then throw it in the oven for like six hours instead of cooking it on the stovetop. But there's tons of stuff you could do with cast iron on stovetop too, but that's my favorite way to use it. Oh, yeah. I rec- I'm like super... ADD about it. ACDC. <laughs> I'm ADD about it. <laughs> TNT. Uh, reseasoning it every time, you know. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, Blonde, yeah. did you see uh, Macaulay Culkin's doing some videos with Red Letter Media right now? What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. My head's going to explode. Is Mike in those videos? Oh, of course he is. Oh, because sometimes it's Red just like media. Jay and then the bald guy, and I'm like, no. Like, if Mike or Rich aren't there, I'm like, I, I can't even watch this. Oh, yeah. What are they right, talking well, about? Uh, he, He's doing like some skits with them. They talked about the new Halloween movie. Yes. And then they do a series called Best of the Worst where they watch like three or four just awful movies from the 80s. Is Macaulay Culkin on their most recent Best of the Worst? Uh, it, They haven't released it yet, but he will be, yes. And apparently they did all sorts of spins on Home Alone. Oh, my God. I presume even Matt has seen. <laughs> I have, yeah. I, it's um, only because I, Matt looks like Macaulay Culkin. I, as, as children, we looked in, yeah, we looked really similar. But yes, I've seen, I think, all the Home Alones. How many were there? Three? Uh, there four. I've definitely seen the ones with Macaulay Culkin after they got some replacement kid. I dipped out after that, I think. Yeah, you don't want to watch those. One and two are the best. Two's better yeah. than one. I'm putting that out there. Oh, man. Two's the one where he's lost in New York, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With, it's got Tim Curry, so that automatically gives it, like, a bonus point. Yeah. Well, this right. is the best news I've heard all day. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, dude. Select. Of course. It. Talk to you guys later. See ya. Yes. Let's get uh, let's get one more in before we take our next break. Let's talk to uh, Admin Voss with my favorite voice. What's up, dude? Oh, what's up, guys? How you Hi. been? Eh. What's on your mind? Uh, I want to uh, read a little bit from. You guys are aware of BBC Pigeon. BBC what? BBC Pigeon. It's like uh, oh, it's yeah. like English speak for uh, like Caribbean and parts of Africa. Oh, is this you where mean they do dumb, like low IQ Haitians? Is, is that this where they do like Ebonics translations of their? Yeah, articles? but it's like a, an actual BBC outreach. So, like they write articles in this retard Pigeon speak. <laughs> Okay, That's I'll look I it up while you tell us what's going on. Oh, you go. Ex- let me let me look this up. Oh, it's pigeon. Why is it spelled that way? I'm. I was because thinking they like can't the- spell. Oh, okay. but it's still supposed to be like the bird. Do you mind okay. if I read some of the Sir, red? Please, please do while I look at this. 
from this bomb from the bomb. Well, the headline okay. on it right now: Western Nigerians don't see for health insurance company's hand. Huh? Okay, keep, go for go for go. Okay, so the the headline on this one is <laughs> bad people don't do the right thing with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I keep switching back and forth. I'm on my phone right now, but uh, let me pull up the comments. Are the comments in um, in this pigeon speak as well? Yes, and a lot of them are actually red pills. This person says, <laughs> them brothers do the right thing. <laughs> the oh thing is, God. these admins are like, they're so casual. They don't respond like a corporate entity. Their response to this guy was, okay, that'd be your own opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this? Oh, oh God, God. I love the way they manage these fucking things. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to read some of these headlines to understand. I can understand like half of it. What in the? They're like talking about complex political issues in this bizarre, broken English. Uh. Sometimes All you right. catch yourself thinking that way if you keep reading it. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts from you? No, brother. You bumbaclaw have good night now. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I can't share this with you, blonde, but so I can share with the audience on their website. They have BBC Pigeon Minute. If you, are you on their website right now? No. Go to I think if I quick. go to any website, my computer's going to explode. Well, I just I want to listen BBC to a little bit of this with right. you. BBC.com slash P-I-D-G-I-N. And I just want to listen to, it's got this, you see BBC Pigeon Minute. It's like the news roundup in one minute. I just want to play a little bit of this to see what it sounds like. Tell me when you're ready. My computer's so slow. All right. Oh, I do. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some of it. Here we go. BBC... Pigeon Minute. Why is it not playing? BBC Pigeon oh, here we go. Minute. Nahelina Fiona, House of Representatives don't follow Sani do touch light on how election they take work up for Nigeria and they don't set limit of how much candidates fee spend for campaign. The reps say no presidential candidates who spend past 5 billion and governorship too, 1 billion naira. And say no group of person fee donate past 10 million naira. I can't even to understand campaign. it. Obunge South African musician Double HP don't die at the age of 38. In wife Lerato Sengadi confirmed. All, right, all right, that's enough. <laughs> oh, God. All right. This is the land of the English bastardizing English. Whoops. I accidentally switched to our main broadcast. My bad. Anyway. You're a racist. All cultures are equal. All <laughs> expressions of English are the same. They're the same. All right. And there's no IQ variation across any country. Whoa. Okay. For that, uh, that's definitely hateful. Anyway, let's move on to the next call. Uh, let's let's get a, a quick non-patron call in here. New York Libtard. <laughs> New York Libtard. Libtard? Uh, Mike, Mike is muted. We'll give him, give him or her a second. And we'll try Jay Edgar next. Uh, but I don't see Jay Edgar. Oh, wait, no, there he is. Never mind. My mistake. Jay Edgar, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, guys. What's Hi. on your mind? Well, since you're both in the YouTube business and I've had the frustration now 
this week that I've had for the first time. What do you guys do when uh, you have a show recorded and you're editing through and then all at once a much bigger story pops through on the day before you're about to release? I put it out anyway. Yeah, I've there's only been like maybe once or twice where I haven't put a video out and that's only if the actual facts like the one time I remember doing it was my speculation about what might be developing about a story and then literally while I was recording and editing it additional facts came out that changed yeah yeah I'll tell you why I do it because when you look back retroactively on your video history nobody remembers the surrounding news stories yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know I'm going to be putting one out tomorrow about the Kamala Harris tax plan. And then I saw this bomb thing. I'm like, oh, well, fuck. What do I do now? You, know, you, sh- you should always continue putting things out. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'm putting a video out tomorrow about the caravan. I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you should not scrap things just because bigger news has There's always happened. It's, news. It's, it's all about consistency and it's all about um, – I mean, you've already put in the work, you know, even yeah. if – like even if, yeah. I, if, if I made a video and something bigger has come out – yeah, I mean, maybe less people will be interested in it, but even if it gets half the views that it might have otherwise got or something, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna scrap it. I'm not just gonna throw it away. Well, one of the things that I thought about too when I was doing this is this kind of ties into what I was planning on doing on Sunday. I've been watching. Uh, they put Designated Survivor on Netflix recently, which I enjoyed the show when it came out, even though I only saw a couple episodes. But I'm like halfway through the first season right now, and they're doing a really good job of making Republicans look super evil. And that's what I was going to talk about on my Sunday. And mm. I think with this pipe bomb thing, that kind of ties into it a little bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah just and edge enough where I can get onto it. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's one thing that's helpful if you can give yourself. I mean, that's why one reason why I've chosen to do kind of a short form and long form format is like I can't talk about everything in the detail that I would like to. But doing a Sunday stream allows us to touch on most things, and then yeah, we, can we can't talk about off. everything we want to. We're not sticks or something. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah. If you can, if you can give yourself a format that suits your needs, like if there's more stuff that you want to talk about, you're not able to. You know, maybe you figure out a format where you go into some things in lighter detail. I think that's kind of what our Sunday show is organized around. I would say that nothing on our Sunday show is usually as in depth as you might find with our independent content that we actually edit. Yeah, definitely. And like but, sometimes we won't cover a story just because we don't want people to get bogged down in news. They've already heard about the whole week. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So sometimes we'll like opt for a hoax hate that nobody's heard about instead of like talking about Khashoggi for the third week in a row. By the way, I don't want to talk about this this week. There's not I that much new him. information that's come out, really, as, as far like as I've Like his brother seen. was walking around in his clothes, or no, or they, they hired somebody to walk around in his clothes or something like that, and then oh. his brother is... Well, the uh, the other reason Blonde uh, doesn't like that topic is because I've passed it off to her two weeks in a row. I'm like, <laughs> I know, you do I the Khashoggi work. I don't care about this. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, man? No, you guys take care and have a good night. Thanks, dude. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't really want to do the Khashoggi research. Yeah, I mean, initially I was like, man, hacked up inside of a consulate. And then I was like, oh, I don't care. I'm so Uh, jaded. That's what really has happened now. I don't even care about a grizzly murder. We should do some super chats. um, Oh, you're right. We are behind for a break. So Natty Bell, you can hang out if you want, and then we'll get to you. Um, thanks Thanks for reminding me. I totally skipped the break. Go for it. Eric Gray says, someone sent Senator Elizabeth Warren a blanket with smallpox. Unfortunately, her superior German ancestry saved her. (laughs) 
Charlie Bentley, like you two one. are keeping me sane. My brother was just telling me about an anti-white woman ranch for not aligning him with Black Lives Matter, for not aligning with Black Lives Matter in his journalism class in mm. New York City, PCE from Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, thanks God. for tuning in, man. Sorry, Charlie. Sorry for your brother. Um, thank you for that, though. Dangerous Spaces. I can't call in this week because I have tonsillitis. Happy belated birthday for Matt and an early happy birthday for his mom next week. Oh, that's right. Did I mention that? I must have. I hope so. Because it, it seriously is my mom's birthday next week. I must have mentioned that. Otherwise, I hope you've enjoyed your time with my mom, Dangerous Spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Although, why the hell would I would have? Why would I have mentioned that? I must have, though. I must have. I don't know. You didn't mention it when we've been talking. Hmm. That, that's news to me. Hmm. Well, now everyone knows. Interesting. Dangerous spaces. We're watching you. <laughs> Daniel Cockerton says, it's okay to be white. Yes, it is. It's Not in Australia, lamb. though. I feel like history is repeating itself in regards to the caravan. Um, it feels like Battle of the Alamo 2.0. The parallels are strangely familiar, just different circumstances. Yeah, mm. and didn't we just deal with the caravan thing? Like, when was that? There was one over the summer a few months ago. What happened to those people? I didn't hear anything about it. I don't, probably in the I don't know. Collecting welfare benefits and crapping mm. up the public school system. <sighs> Whatever. This is going to be what my video is about tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> uh, Scheist says... Don't forget the Veritas vid of leftists plotting to pose as Trump supporters beat up women. Also, did you see Cuomo got Christensen? Does that mean somebody made love to him? Uh, he was totally left out, so he lied and walked it back sad. He did? I don't know the story. I don't know he, it either. Let me know the live chat. Low left out of maybe the bombing attacks or something Aww. like that? Huh. I'll look it up while you keep, keep going. Somebody said, did Matt maybe mention his mom in a patron chat? I mean, maybe, but I don't think Dangerous Spaces attends those. Weird. So, however um, he knows. Metal Man 1, did you guys know Trump was in Home Alone 2? He directed Calvin to That's the hotel right. front desk, yeah. and I believe he's credited as nice old man in the lobby. That is, I've seen the scene, yeah. <laughs> he was also in Sex in the City. Oh, it was it was um, Andrew Cuomo oh. who claimed that someone mailed a bomb to him, and NYPD denies the claim. Oh, what a loser. That was Cuomo, brothers. Slaughtered Lamb says, <laughs> this is so funny. Blonde, you should dress Caesar up in lettuce for Halloween so he goes as a Caesar salad. Oh, that's Aww. very cute. Caesar, you want to say hi? People were demanding proof of life because I talk so much shit on him. To, to, a little over more in front of the mic. There you go. Like, I know he's not a dog, you guys. <laughs> I know. He might that. be more dog than my dog. Who knows? We should get them tested. Hi, guys. <laughs> No, he's so mean. He's just yeah. the meanest, meanest little dog ever. Well, I hope our dogs get to hang out before he dies. Before Caesar <laughs> dies? Don't worry. Yeah. Caesar's going to live until he's 25. He's He'll probably totally outlive my dog, yeah. Incontinent. It's going to be a delight. Mm. All right, we're good. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, uh, Natty Mel, you're good to go if you can hear me. Chime yeah. In. Go for it. Hey, girl. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yep, go for it. I feel it. like I always have to make sure before I speak. Uh, since we talk about Kira Knightley all the time, did you, did you see her comments on... Um, Disney sh movies? Yeah. Like princess no. movies? Oh, uh, no. You won't let her no. kids watch, her daughters watch, like, uh, I think it was Little Mermaid and... Cinderella. Cinderella, right. She waits for the man. They were out. Bad. Uh, I, I got her, exa mind. her exact comment was, she Cinderella waits around for a rich man to rescue her. Don't rescue, don't. Rescue yourself, obviously. Yeah. And then her comments on the Little Mermaid was... 
the songs are great, but never give up your voice for a man. He saved her life. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, uh, what a stupid bitch. I, I, don't, I don't know. Also, the <laughs> inferior Elizabeth Bennett. I can't believe they cast her. That hmm. underbited twat. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she's ugly per se, but I don't know. I'm kind she's of kind of pug faced. <laughs> I don't know. She's one of those people that I would find tolerable until I heard her speak, and then I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like if you would have just shut your mouth and acted, I wouldn't have this problem with you. Every <laughs> actress ever. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and then the comments with the whole I don't understand the um cultural appropriation thing. I've never gotten it. I don't get why cuz oftentimes the people that are complaining aren't the people that are being culturally appropriate. Yeah, it's always some white liberal like yeah. you can't appropriate Japanese culture and the Japanese are like, "Why? We like." Yeah, they right. say that. Uh, like one time when one of the times I went to Japan, like I dressed up fuck. like for pictures and stuff, we dressed up as like the whatever the geisha cut thingy whatever i don't know what it's called i bet they thought but that like, was awesome and adorable everyone like all the japanese people were like oh like they wanted to take a picture with me like and i'm like not even japanese they're like oh this is so awesome do you remember that chinese uh, prom dress fiasco oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah chinese that twitter was like oh we really appreciate that this girl sure learned about our culture and is in like wore it to her prom because she wanted yeah, to look beautiful like we appreciate that buy that crap it's, yeah it yeah. doesn't matter to them okay the other thing i want to talk about did you guys see uh joe rogan's comments on kyle kavanaugh no uh no i didn't i can't watch him anymore oh i, can't, I can't listen to rogan anymore that bad it had to be terrible then that bad because i think he had one of the um young turks people on i think that's who uh -oh. i don't know but what he was say, what mirroring what he was saying. He's like, there was very, there was credible evidence that he did what he said. He what? Did. Like, okay, I'm gonna look at the. Did he? I'm gonna look at his uh, YouTube video right now and see what. Uh, yeah, yeah, look it up. And then um, they, they had oh, one I just point, saw the ooh. clips thing, and one of the clips was like downvoted, like thirty percent of people. That's what I'm looking at right now. He definitely got heavily downvoted for this. So I gotta listen when we're done with the show. Thanks for the tip. Oh yeah, I, I this is new. It looks anymore. like it was uh yeah published yesterday. October 23rd. God. I don't know when the actual show was, but the clip was uploaded yesterday. I think it was, it was like, it wasn't that um, long ago. It was like this week. Wait, why is this titled? Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It has a weird title. I clicked it and it's titled Joe Rogan gives his take on Brett Kavanaugh. But then I, yeah. then the video on YouTube is titled Joe Rogan and Lex Fridman are Elon Musk's fears about AI realistic. What? And it's still download downvoted. Huh? Yeah, I'll have to look at it later. Yeah, it's it's it pissed me off, and that's mm. all I wanted to say. All right, so who's yeah. uh, real quick before we let you go? Who's lower on the the uh, natty melt totem pole? Then is it Philly D or is it Joe Rogan? Who's more punished? Oh man, um, probably at this point Joe Rogan. Whoa, Ooh, that, whoa, whoa! That's how bad it I is. Gotta, I'm not, all right, I gotta check this out. I gotta it, check this out later. He's done lots of things that slowly started to piss me off more and more. Pulled and the feel, old Jordan Peterson, I see. Wow. <laughs> well, I feel like I know everyone knows that, you know, Philly D is a, a liberal, but like Joe Rogan, I was like hoping he was more centrist. And then his comments are just, okay, I'm done with them. All right. We got to yeah. keep it moving along, but thanks for the tip. I'll check it out thanks later tonight. All. Bye, guys. Why do I always act like I'm hollering at her on the street <laughs> every time she comes? <laughs> 
Let's get a quick uh, quick word from a non-patron. Tales from the intellectual dark web. That's <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Hey there. Go for it if you're ready. Looks like Mike is muted. Let's try uh, Dead Eye Guy in the meantime. Dead Eye Guy, you're good to go if you're ready. What's going on, guys? What's on your mind? Well, I'll bring it back to some football, but don't roll your eyes yet, Blonde, because we're going to talk oh. about mental health issues. As well. Oh, I'm listening. So... Matt probably knows about Everson Griffin coming back to the team. And he, I do, uh, yeah. He basically had to take a leave of absence a couple of weeks back. He's our basically star defensive end because I guess Is he the guy a... that was found in the hotel room or something like that? This yeah, week? yeah, we mentioned this previously. Yeah. Supposedly in the hotel lobby, he had like threatened people. But there's like a lot of like conflicting. Nobody really knows what actually. But uh, either way, uh, he, he very clearly has like some kind of, of, of issue. And the team like put out the statement like, hey, we're going to let Everson Griffin work out his stuff, you know, work out the mental health issues that he has before he comes back to the team. And it was like very, um, I guess, accepting is not really the right, right word, but it was like very identifying of the fact that mental health issue issues can be a problem. Yeah. And so it was like, it was really good to see because, you know, football is a very machismo game. You know, I, I was a Marine, your husband's a Marine. You understand that the machismo is like, no, you, you took that shit down, bro. You took that shit down. Yeah. Well, you know, at, at some point, you know, I've seen enough guys that have come back from from Iraq and Afghanistan where there there is no tucking that down. You know, it's it's going to come back. And uh, it was good to see the team. I don't know about the league has made a statement, but the team at least was very, uh, you know, they, they were all about his recovery. And they were willing to sacrifice, you know, one of their best players so that he could, you know, get it right before they brought him back. Yeah, and maybe some of his issues um, came from a possible head injury. Who knows? These players get be. the shit beat out of them. It could be. If you know anything about uh, Everson Griffin, and Matt probably does, but Everson Griffin's a, he's a, he's a pretty intense dude. Like he's a very high-energy individual, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if, if you were going to ask, if you asked me a month ago there, that a player on this team is going to have like a, a mental health issue in the next month. He would have been on the short list, yeah. He, he, he would have been yeah. pretty high on that short list. But uh, it was good. It was just good to see, you know, as a fan of the team, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to follow this team no matter what happens. But when you see stuff like that from ownership and from management to come out and like support a player when they have problems like that, especially in a league that very clearly doesn't give two fucks about their players. Yeah, um, it, it was, you know, it was good to see it made me, you know, not proud to, you know, proud to be a fan of the team. But, you know, I, it makes me feel good supporting a team that will do that as opposed to some franchises that just like will dick their players at any chance they get. Right, right. Or like are trying to ignore and sweep under the rug serious spousal abuse or yeah, dog like fighting. Use that to make to like give them a oh. shittier contract or, you know, just yeah. scummy stuff. Speaking of the well, abuse, they also stood by Adrian Peterson in the whole switch incident a few years ago. Oh, that too, was so, so God, I was so yeah. conflicted. I was like, God damn it, Adrian, why? We're trying to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks, dude. Have a good night. Uh, Tales from the dark web. You're good to go if you're ready. Yuma 8. We'll try Yuma. Oh, actually. So there was a 4chan thread the other day on our show. And it was just a bunch of people talking about how we have the comfiest stream, the coziest stream on YouTube. I know. Well, that's very kind. What was the threat, though? I don't understand the threat. I mean, half of it was talking about how you're a douche and I'm a bitch, but the remainder oh, no. was talking about how the stream was comfy. I can't believe it. Yeah, if you email me and you're a total asshole, you might get a rude reply. <laughs> yeah. What's that's what a what a douchebag? Yeah, I mean the bitch <laughs> things. 
definitely true so yeah no that's interesting if you um if you lay down for people then you're soy boy cuck and if you tell them to fuck off (laughs) then you're an asshole yeah 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 sometimes i read stuff about myself on 4chan and i'm like that is remarkably accurate i was linked (laughs) i was linked a a, a thread about myself the other day and it's like i can't i can't go down this rabbit hole i can't be reading anonymous reviews of it's just too stressful it It affects your self-esteem and then you're crying stressful yeah anyway tales from the intellectual dark web yeah can you hear me yeah yeah okay i didn't know i didn't want to interrupt y'all sorry um I uh, just wanted to say, um, it's my first time calling, but I really love both of y'all, especially Matt. You're always very logical. So oh, well, thanks for tuning in. And Blonde, Thank you. too, actually. You've actually made an impression I didn't think you would make on me. So that was actually Oh, I appreciate Aww. that. Um, so I wanted to be quick so I could give other people time, but I also wanted sure. to make two comments on what Natty Melt said that hmm. may or may not be interesting. But uh, I think the person she's talking about is Kyle Kalinske. Joe Rogan did an interview with him after Politicon. Oh, I know he goes on the Young Turks sometimes, but I think I don't know if he's exactly associated. But I thought I'd just you know throw that in there, and I think he's as close to a Ben Shapiro of the left as I've been able to find. I've heard that comparison elsewhere. I don't know much of Kyle's stuff, so well, I I mean, he made a semi-convincing argument why the minimum wage was a good thing, and he was Hmm. the first person to do that since Ben Shapiro destroyed it. So Hmm. it was kind of interesting. And then the second little comment was. I think it was Ben Shapiro or someone else at the Daily Wire. They were talking about on The Little Mermaid that apparently, I haven't seen the movie in a while, but Ariel's apparently pretty bratty and she let her dad suffer so she could go follow her dreams on, what you call it, the shore or the land, on not land, underwater. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. And she's also kind of a skank. Like she's willing to give up the fish life so that she has a vagina and she can bang the hot prince. That's what's <laughs> yeah. totally happening there. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, but the main thing that I wanted to call in for it was I had an idea and I know y'all have like in your audience, a good amount of like good artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it might not be as relevant now, but it was, I, the idea came to me after I saw one of Gad Sad's video after Michael Eric Dyson kind of went after Kanye West for talking to Trump. And the idea I had was basically if maybe one of the artists in your audience wanted to do it, if it was like a, either a political cartoon or like one of those memeable like in the New Yorker or something more memeable. Sure. If you would have like, you know, it's like a field kind of plantation style. Michael Eric Dyson as an overseer kind of like whipping some black people in chains. And then at the end you have like Kanye West in chains, but he's trying to run away. And Donald Trump kind of jumps out of some bushes and like with a MAGA hat and tries to give it to Kanye so he can like escape him out of freedom. That I mean, sounds it might be like little... an aggressive Ben Garrison cartoon. That's who, that's who would probably do that ben one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he'd go that far, but it's, he does a lot of like situational depictions like that. <laughs> That's good. I, I just think it would be funny because especially if it's memeable, I'm sure Kanye will talk with Trump again and either Dyson or some other quote unquote black intellectual will come out and say, oh, you know, he's oppressing white people or black people. He's not really black. Something, something, something. Sure. And I think it'll just work over and over again. So. All right. Well, thank you, man. No See problem. You, thank y'all. See ya. Bye. Creative audience. Let's try Yuma. Yuma, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, oh, wow. Hey. Hey there. What, what's on your mind? Um, wow. Uh, I can't believe I actually call you guys. Um, I'm a first-time uh, caller, long-time listener. Well, welcome. Um, Thanks yeah. for tuning in. I've uh, actually been following your show for a long time. Uh, oh, cool. I think since Mag was, Mag, what, you were still sick as uh, gag. 
Yeah. So I uh, remember yeah, yeah. first when uh, we first started the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was. Uh, I think I uh, found your channel through your video on uh, Trigglypuff and sure, yeah. uh, nice. Enjoyed it so much that I stayed. Ah, cool. Yeah. Um, I uh, uh, actually wanted to talk about immigration, sure. uh, specifically the caravan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, there's there's been uh, some talk that you know there's uh, some organization behind this. And uh, my mom is convinced that China is behind this. Mm. And, uh, really? Yeah. So according to some sources, they've been buying up businesses and land in Central and South American countries. So um, that's that's her theory. Um, there could be, you know, um, other other forces behind it. Why? Know. Just to destabilize us before the mission? Yes. Yes. Um, well, I've also heard it could be Venezuela, which baffled me. And then um, some of the trucks did have a Star of David on the back. And so I've heard Israel as well. But I figured yeah. it was just run-of-the-mill American billionaire leftists like Soros. Probably. Probably, yeah. Um, but, you know, um, I I would love to see Trump, you know, just close down the border. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't um, that be amazing? Yeah. 15-year um, moratorium on immigration. Um, yeah. Because I think he, if it was China, and I would not be surprised if it was, they they've been they've been uh, on the uh, offensive against the United States for a long time, mm-hmm. and I think right now they are the number one threat to the uh, United States right now. Um, and they they they've had this. It's not a secret. It's their you know plan to to beat the United States by some. Um, uh, some decades in, in, right. in, a, in, a, in a, yeah, soonish. Hmm. And, yeah, uh, it's not going to happen, but they can try. I, sure. I hope feeling our not. intellectual property. Well, the, we'll the have to, we'll have to round it out. Lack of creativity. Go for it, China. We'll have yeah. to round it. We'll have to close it out. But uh, if you have a final thought, go for it. Sure. Um, I was wondering if you guys would start doing a segment on like false rape or sexual assault stories, like you have for hoax hate. You know, because. I mean, if Ever they're commonly the if, if they're commonly popping up, you know, I, I think we'll probably cover them. I, I to well, be honest, I don't see them as free. I just don't see them as frequently as like hoax hate and stuff. And not to say they're not common, but we do. Like we covered a bunch last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, it's been in a spate of them. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, specifically with reference to that feminism song. And then those, all those mean girls at the high school. We talked about that one. Yeah, so those were recent, and then some of them was like that whole aggregation of them done over at the daily wire and like then of 45. course we talked about kavanaugh and sure yeah yeah so i would, yeah, I, I would need uh i would the difficulty with that is i'd need another sounder i'd have to make another <laughs> and then it would be 45 seconds long <laughs> and i'd complain every time he played it that's the real problem all right yeah. uh if you see any and, good stories send them our way yeah totally uh, sure and just uh on the thought of uh, what natamel brought up mm-hmm. i'm ethnically han chinese and you guys can appropriate my culture anytime oh sure well thank you <laughs> sorry about what i said about the chinese Appreciate oh it. i i don't care man they i they need to be brought down a notch <laughs> i'm, right, I'm not you. i'm not uh i don't i don't identify as geopolitically chinese i'm taiwanese so hmm. all right well thanks yeah, for the call bye. have a good night Let's see. Uh, we're closing in on time here. Let's uh, let's try to take two more patrons. One more non-patron. Sound good? 
Uh, yep, as long as I'm out of here by eight. Okay, we do have a fair amount of questions in a couple of videos, so um, let's go to patrons. So we'll go E is for egg rolls, Gimp, and um, and Vandarian. Let's try those. Uh, egg rolls might have had to take off, so at least I don't see. Oh, why no, do no, I no, just assume here, that everybody's here. white when they call? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you? Maybe it's all that hate in your heart. So much hate in your heart. <laughs> Get that hate out of your heart. Yeah. Never. <laughs> What's on your mind? Um, I was wondering if, Blonde, you probably didn't, but Matt, if you saw the cringy uh, ad, jewelry ad that's been playing during football games, where no. basically <clears throat> it's like this dude who's, uh, getting ready to ask if he can marry some girl and the voiceover guy is saying all this stuff about like you're not just asking her you know implying hmm. you know that you would ask the father or whatever yeah but then it, it pans over and it's a little boy <laughs> and so no i've not seen this the I, implication just... being you know he's marrying marrying a single, single mom, mom. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah is and the so... child biracial <laughs> no they were both white so i I don't know wow, I can't believe they practiced any restraint with a cut-out <laughs> video like that. I know, but again. I was just laughing because, like, I don't know. For one thing, people have kind of made a mockery of the of the custom of asking the father, I guess, as because it's, like, anti-feminist or whatever. What? Like, I don't need your permission. Um, but now what? they're using it to, to twist. Well, I don't know. Can you imagine you so cucks that you ask a woman's small child if you can marry her mom <laughs> wow uh, i don't know yeah, I, that's I pretty bad that's terrible that's just terrible i don't know anyway that's all i had uh just wanted to bring you guys down a little bit <laughs> thank you we appreciate that all right thank you bye bye all the chicks that call our show have adorable little voices uh, sure. I agree with, I that. Agree with that. Gimp in a diaper, I think I had to take off, which is unfortunate because that's a great name. Bob... Infinite diaper? Is that Gimp in a diaper. Gimp. <laughs> Bob, Bob, you're good to go if you're ready. Yeah. Uh, so I have a couple questions. Well, not really questions. Um, well, sort of questions, I guess. I am in Texas. I'm a, I'm a resident of Texas, mm -hmm. and I'm curious about your thoughts on the Senate race between Beto and Ted Cruz. Because personally, like, what what I don't like about it is I don't like the kind of human billboardness of uh, Beto. Like, I don't like the fact that he's all all I ever see is advertisements. I don't really see any kind of like campaign runnings or like what they're what he's actually going for. It's just like he's going for name appreciation and yeah. You mean Robert O'Rourke? Yeah. Beto, what a lie! But he's um he's been sending out a bunch of text messages through the campaign, and I personally have received five. I ignored the first three and then replied, "Do not call or do not text me again with the next two. Sure. And I heard that he's getting sued, though I don't think that that will pass because I've heard that uh their ex the political parties are exempt from that law but of the do not call list so i'm just curious as to your thoughts as to the the practice of that it's weak like uh, like they texting... can't be more intrusive than they already are but i i don't really know the legality of it it's probably legal right 
I would assume uh, they they cleared that before doing it, but they now they're saying there's a lawsuit going on too about this whole texting practice. So I don't know if it's actually illegal or not, or if it's just like some kind of civil suit or what what this is. I don't know. I believe it's tech. There's a, a law against calling do not or messaging do not disturb lists, mm-hmm. but. Ah. They, I believe that the political uh, parties are or campaigns are exempt from that law, and so the the thing is, hmm. is well, it that's a that's a crap law. That needs to change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, um, we'll give you a final thought on this if you, if you have one before we let you go. Uh, no, I mean that was just my final thought on that. My the other sure. thing, I just had one other question or not we'll, question statement is unless you can your, unless you can do it in about fifteen seconds, we'll have to we'll have to. What call are your it there. thoughts as to the why conservatives tend to be more conservative with their opinions, whereas liberals tend to be more free with them. Uh, what do you, I, I guess I'm, incl- what do because you mean by more the free? paradigm is leftist. And so they don't face as many social consequences for being, for being open with their idiotic ideals. Hmm. Quick example would be uh, on campus. I hear, I heard uh, one student organization playing the song F Donald Trump. And like, I would never imagine any, conservatives playing a song that said f obama or any other liberal uh or democrat candidate yeah, i mean maybe some fringe people might but it, it definitely would not be universally praised you know there'd be some controversy about it yeah from from and that the, the academia is not a perfect microcosm for america it's you know mm-hmm. notoriously leftist run by marxist professors and academics anyway thanks for the call man all right well have a good night see ya uh gimp is here so <laughs> We're gonna, Finally, I'm going I'm to give Gimp, Gimp last call. Uh, Gimp, if you can get your mic unmuted, you're good to go. Um, and then we'll move into, uh, while we wait, you want to tackle these video questions? Sure. I know we had one from, uh, what was the name on it? I, I don't have the names in front of me. David is the first one. David is the first one. Okay, we'll go with David. So let's hear what David has to say. Hey guys, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Steve Dace's kind of resetting his show right now. And he came out with uh, 10 Commandments for Political Warfare. And I want to get you guys' thoughts on it. Uh, number one, never trust Republicans who will talk a good game but then sell you out. Never attack if you're not willing to kill. Never accept the premise of your opponent's argument. Never surrender the moral high ground. Reverse the premise and use it against your opponent. Never abandon your base unless they are morally wrong. Define your opponent before they define you. Always make your opponent defend their record. Stay on message and always be on offense. Offense. So, uh, let me know your thoughts. Thanks. Hmm. Well, well, thanks, David. I uh... some of those are straight up from Rules for Radicals. So a lot of I I don't know, but a lot of that sounds a little bit tribal to me. Like never grant the premise of your oppos- opponent's argument, and never um, attack if you're not willing to kill. That's insane. That's pretty aggressive. Uh, I, I, I'm willing to grant premises that I believe to be true. I will not deny premises simply because a supposed enemy of mine has said them. Uh, I, I'm more interested in searching for the truth than I am with like trying to win on tribal terms. So as few of those. Give me a pause. Um, probably not. Uh, it's it's hard for me without a checklist in front of me to go through them all. Um, but I would say maybe a third, half of those are things I probably outright disagree with. Yeah, they sound like Alinskyite tactics. Hmm. 
Anyway, well, thanks, uh, thanks, David. That's uh, I. This is uh, what's I actually forget the host. Is this a guy over on CRTV? I'm not familiar with the show. Steve uh, Dacey, something like that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar with this particular person. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I I have to disavow some of them. I can't endorse the whole the whole platform. Let's see. Uh, Gimp was able to get in here for a second. Gimp, are you good to go? He might be on mobile because it's kicking him out. Gimp, are you uh, set to go? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, sure go for it. Uh, Unless uh, you're on mobile, in which case, no, we can't. Gimp, are you on mobile? That might be what's causing some yeah, problems. Yeah, let me change it to go to the voice activity. Hold on. Okay, uh, we'll uh, tell a, you what. I'll take right, one more. Right. I'll take another question right and we'll pull you in after that, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it working. If you okay, go for now. it. Go for it. All right, so, yeah. Uh, sorry, I... Uh, got to the show a little late tonight uh i was out of the loop all day and was talking to my father who is a pretty much uh, never trumper batshit insane leftist earlier and okay. uh, so he was asking me if i knew about all these bombing packages that got sent around and i was like what the fuck are you talking about uh this was like the one day that of course i'm not watching the news or, or anything and i go on and i see all this shit um, obviously I'm assuming that the consensus among most of the people, if you guys have been talking about this tonight is that this is totally fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I, there's a lot of people in that persuasion. Yeah. Well, I mean, just as somebody personally, myself, I used to work in a FedEx sorting facility and mm-hmm. would deal with, would deal with shit from all over the place. And I know that these could have been sent USPS, UPS, whatever. Apparently some of them were delivered by courier, but mm. if you try and send a bomb through the mail, it like i mean it's not like the unabomber days in the 1990s and 1980s or whatever it's not gonna happen it's just not going to happen at all they have they swab the outside of every package and they take a picture of every piece of mail that goes through the entire system whether it's a letter whether it's a package it doesn't matter it's all ever since 9-11 with the amerithrax scare they take a picture of the outside of every package sure then According to what I've read, there were several packages that had the return address of Debbie Wasserman Schultz's congressional office was the return address on some of the packages. But none of the stamps were marked as if they had gone through the system. Yeah. It was like they were dropped off right at their houses. Is she even even in Congress? She's still still in Congress. She is still in Congress. Why have I not heard anything from her? Uh, Because of the Anwar Brothers scandal. I I saw a picture the other day. I'm on some weird Discord called Right Wing Girls that I didn't even know I was on. I thought it was a a, a DM from somebody, and I I saw the picture. And I went there, and there was somebody who posted a picture. It was a topless picture of Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and I can't get the image out of my head. It's so disgusting. It, it, are you talking authentic <laughs> or Photoshop? It was, no, it was authentic. It was legit. No. It was, I swear to God, I'll send it to you. It was from- No, please from don't. Like, <laughs> I'll ruin your life with it. It was from the, it was from like the 90s, you could tell, or the 80s. And, and, uh, oh, so it was a younger one. Did yeah, she have the same um, the Nickelback hair? Yeah. hair? The yeah, same ramen noodle hair? It, definitely the same dry pasta hair thing going on oh god at a music festival or something like that oh so he's in public yeah yeah i mean it must be be out there she had like crazy tan lines going on like yeah all right my my curiosity makes me want to google this but i'm just gonna go ahead and not do that (laughs) all right all right i'll take i'll i'll take the sword well but uh just to wrap it up what i was saying um this whole thing the reason why i and very suspect about this. I mean, I'm sure other people might have said I wasn't listening, but Alex Jones predicted this like a way long time ago. Um, 
I, I was saying shit like this a couple months ago, at least for now, because they have lost control of the narrative. They completely, they, they, whether or not they even, half of them know it and half of them subconsciously have to realize that they no longer have the ability through the mainstream media to shift the narrative and to shape people's opinions anymore. Sure. It's driving them insane, which is oh, why yeah. they're going more and more hardcore with what they're attempting to do, which is why they're going more crazy with pushing shit to a further extreme. Mm. And what's crazy, I was talking to somebody the other night, I was like, you know, the shit we saw with Kavanaugh, where you had a woman come out and make those gang rape allegations that are so patently ridiculous that you have a small circle of people in the country. I don't know what percentage of people in the country you think believe that, legitimately believe that that's true. Maybe what twenty percent at the most? Twenty percent, probably. Democratic yeah. base, yeah. Right, um, but, but what, what we have we got to wrap this up. So if you got okay. a, if you had a closing thought, right, before. well, I was just I was just saying this smells like just the whole way that every single person that they picked just so happened to be all the people who came out and made the the, the let's be violent claims, and then they want to push it back on Trump and they add Soros in there and all this shit. And they have Soros' yeah. son come out because Soros is about to die. Apparently, say that it's anti-Semitism and everything. Yeah. Oh, it's always anti-Semitism when it's against Soros, but Soros is like he's he worked with the Nazis, so like yeah, really, you know, like dude can go suck a dick. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, thank you, man. Thanks. All right, have a good sure. night. Have a good night. Uh, I w- I was not able to track down these uh, these alleged photos, although I see links to like Reddit threads about it and stuff, but not not available. Probably for my own good. Definitely for my own good. Uh, let's uh, let's check in with Emily. Emily Ghost had, uh, is back with a question. Let's listen to what she had to say. Hey, y'all. Emily Ghost down in Florida. Hope you're doing well. For the very first time in my life, I am politicking. I am canvassing and going door-to-door for the Republican Party of Florida, and it's not at all what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be talking points and arguing and convincing people. It's not. It's this database of people who vote Republican, soft Republican, hard Republican, reliable, and trying to get them out to the polls. I don't know if it'll work, but I'm doing my part. Um, Also, I know this is belated, but still... Happy birthday to you. Happy Aww. birthday to Aww. you. Is this for Happy you or me? Birthday, dear Matt. I get Happy wrecked. birthday <laughs> to you. One in the chamber for Emily. Thanks. Love you, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, campaigns these days are very data driven, and it's just intelligent, right? If you if you're trying to. You obviously don't want to waste time knocking doors, making phone calls, approaching people who are very unlikely to support your cause. So what do you do? You get you get the data for who's voting Republican or who's voting Democrat, whichever way you're trying to yeah. to canvas or, or do your politicking, and you go find them and you try to get them to the polls. Um, I forget. Did she meant? Did she say she was actually doing like door to door stuff? Yeah. She's working yeah, on a campaign. Yeah. I'm surprised they even do that. I guess you know as much as I want to bitch about what Beto is doing. Um, it's i'm sure they've tested they've field tested this stuff it's probably more effective sorry I shut off my phone it's probably more effective than um than going door to door i'm surprised that's still a thing in this technological age yeah i mean maybe it works hmm. well let us know how it goes uh, i know that so she's in florida right so not only do they yeah. have the senate race they've got the big governor race with uh, andrew gillum and ron DeSantis. Who, don't forget, Andrew Gillum might monkey everything up with his socialism, so I hope it doesn't I know. happen. I mean, everything actually matters there. I'm, I'm so unmotivated to vote because it doesn't matter for me. It didn't matter before either, but now it doesn't matter in your favor, which is probably refreshing. Yeah, I mean, I, I voted in Seattle, but now I'm like, why? 
All right. Uh, let's uh, let's check in on some emails. Candice says, um, "Hi guys, love the show. Sundays and Wednesdays. Uh, I was just I just wanted to write regarding the call from the New Orleans guy. I don't want Blonde to have a bad impression of my town. I left after Katrina, but lived nearby." until I was uh, 34 years old and I worked in the city for 15 years. It is a town like no other. Bourbon is the last place you want to be in the city. Total touristy yuckiness. The town is filled with culture in, and uh, uptown New Orleans is one of the most beautiful places to see. The food is like no other. I live in South Florida now, but I don't order seafood when we go dine. Living with New Orleans cuisine has totally made me a seafood snob. There's something going on just about every weekend. And you won't find nicer folks anywhere in the country. Definitely see the taste for yourself. Keep the good work. Tune. Uh, I've turned my teenage kids on to you guys as well. Well, that's very cool. Thank you. Although we might be a bad influence if they're <laughs> upper teens, not lower teens. I'm so proud that I raised normal kids and not some kind of left-wing nut jobs like my husband's daughters. <laughs> I won't tell. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. No, I've been to New Orleans. I actually really liked it outside of, of Bourbon Street. And the food was delicious. My only real gripe is that the weather is intolerable in that entire oh. region like, is it just the humidity you mean or what yeah i mean i grew up in st louis so like those summers are terrible but after i left i was like none of this shit ever again mm. and new orleans is way hotter uh so thank you for that we, re- we appreciate it candace um this is from jim hi matt and blonde love the show it's a great show frankly my favorite podcast my question mm. is can you try getting pat condal on the sunday show in my opinion he's one of the best youtubers out there for dissecting this social justice bullshit when he actually uploads anyway and it'd be great to hear him be interviewed by you too i actually really like his channel um that has never occurred to me maybe we should i'm not familiar with him so yeah we could we could talk about he's it. he's an older gentleman um hmm. but he's concise and witty and he has a great channel check it out pat condal Thank you, Jim. Chris says, hey, fags. Well, you're going to be banned on YouTube for that or banned in our chat. Regarding your discussion of... Uh... Oh, you know what? I think uh, we were going to scrap this one, right? It's just... Yeah, it's, it's a really long comment. Um, so if you can shorten it up, Chris, and email us, about, email sure. us it's, back, it's, we'll, we'll read it next week. It's, uh, same thing goes with a comment from a guy named Pal. It's just it's just too long, and we got to... That's we my mistake. We sh- I shouldn't have had on-air production. I should- <laughs> That's- I'm sorry, guys. We were, tra- we're trying to condense the show a little bit, and I do appreciate the clarification on, um, on the lead in, the, uh, in the, uh, the ammunition that we discussed last week. So my mistake. Sorry about that. Um, and and uh, to our audience, yes, please be uh, concise with, um, with emails. That's much appreciated. Just for show, if, if you're just emailing for discussion purposes, sure, happy to take a look. Uh, if it's for show purposes, try to keep it as uh, condensed as possible. Appreciate it on our end. Free Scone says, while re-watching all of your guys' shows to see what I've missed. Uh, what? This is our early shows. Whenever somebody says that, I'm oh. like, oh, why? Why are you re-watching, well, re-watching all, of, all of your guys' shows to see what I've missed? I listened to Matt's debate with Lalo Dogic uh, recently, and I thought it was worth mentioning. At first, I thought he was an SJW brought to sanity, but was disappointed when I learned he was on Ruben and is more of a normal person who tempor- temporarily went SJW. He is not, as I initially thought, representative of, the S- representative of the SJWs or even of the left, which depresses me about the prospects of productive dialogue with the other side. You guys had talked about how difficult it is to get leftists on your show to debate. I don't doubt it, but I think this presents an opportunity for us on the right that I haven't seen utilized enough. As Crowder has said before, there are two types of people in debates. Um, those whose minds can be changed and those who make good examples to your audience. My idea is this. If a leftist refuses to come on your show for illegitimate reasons, publicize it. If they back out, 
make unreasonable demands like Black Hitler, personally attack you or utilize uh, other SJW tactics, make it known. Do you think this would work? Do you have any ethical other, other qualms about it? Follow my Twitter. That's yeah, we pretty <laughs> that's much where do that goes that. on. And I mean, I'm not going to call him out on the show. I'm not going to like make a segment about it on the show. But, I called uh, Spinosaurus uh, a man lesbian last week and he sure. came on to debate us. Yeah, well, and I still, I mean, listen, I'm not a fan of his, but he did show up. And I will credit anyone who shows up. That guy's a shitbag. Come on. I'm not a fan. (laughs) I'm not a fan. But he did show up. Uh, So, yeah, if you're interested in me trying to coax people to come onto streams, either with myself or onto the podcast generally, and usually 99.9% of the time getting rejected, Twitter is the place to see it happen until I get banned, which could happen. My one-year banning, I think, is next week. Wow, it's already been a year. Hmm. That's how much I've been saying faggot in the last few years. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Drew. Hey, guys, I'm a longtime listener, and I wanted to give a shout-out to my mother who passed away one year ago today. I'm oh. sorry for that, Drew. She was only 56 years old, taken much too young. It's been a difficult year for our family, particularly my father. My mom was an amazing woman who raised her daughter to be a strong and caring mother and her two sons, of which I am the oldest, to be men of value and principle. I'll miss her forever, and it always hurts to have one less conservative vote come election time, but I'm extremely grateful to have had her for the time that I did. Also, a shout-out to my dad, Richard, for coping as well as he has and for being the other half of my solid upbringing. Thanks for your time, and thanks for the awesome show. I'm really sorry to hear that, Drew, and I'm glad to hear that your family is um, sticking together to get through this and remembering her and... uh, that's well that'll be some consolation for you but but yeah that's what that's what family's for good Mm -hmm. good to see that thank you drew and uh thanks for supporting the show and all the best to your family drew big lc since there's no call-in show next week i'll be at work and can't call uh this week Uh, i'll leave i'll leave you with this as an australian i understand i haven't got a horse in this race but still tell your friends tell your boss tell your professor tell your mom tell your dog tell everyone you can to make sure they fuck the democrats (laughs) in november's polls don't even use lube on them. Do not reward the Democrats for their disgraceful behavior for the last two years. Look, that was motivational in my vote personally. And I don't know if my dad will be mad or not, but my dad actually texted me last week and said, I can't believe it. I voted down the line Republican. I never thought I'd see the day. Good for him. Maybe we influenced yeah. him some. I mean, I'm sure that we, we came around too. We were both. Lefties. I'm sure that we did, but don't discount just the news cycle speaking for itself, their yeah. own behavior speaking for itself. It's not just, it's not just us telling people, you know, but, but yeah, I am excited to see how this election turns out. Uh, this is sleuthing sloth. I battle feminists at university quite a lot and have been called a gender traitor because I do not identify with feminists. Sure. I had a debate with a friend of mine about women becoming mothers in the next five years. I want to have kids, but she said I'd be too young and I'll only be 28. Want to use those egos before they get scrambled. Should, <laughs> should be encouraging women to have kids in their early twenties. Have a great night. I'm not a dude. Um, yeah, I definitely think so. Um, you know, I'm trying to have a kid now I'm 31. I wish I would have, done it in my early 20s and the thing everybody says when i say that they're like well women just aren't mature enough in their 20s it's like yeah we need to start helping start be helping women become mature at an earlier age and i look back on like my wall street years my finance degree fucking waste of time all of it was a waste of time i could i could have like how many kids his wife with a purpose have six kids if i would have started when i was 21 i could have had like 10 children you know <laughs> you could and have then been I could still be mrs duggar jr by now yeah totally and so i really yeah. think that we need to be telling 
telling chicks this. Um, so you're doing the right thing. So I think she also said, have a great night. I'm not a dude. I did assume you were a dude up until we assume. Post. Yeah. We assume they all dudes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. 99% of the time we're not wrong, but here's um, the, here's the 1%. Thank you for that. So do you have any commentary on that? No, I mean, I, I, the only thing I dispute is misleading is giving women the great lie about what will make them happy. I I have no problem with career women who with women who want to compete in that type of arena. I just don't want to feed them the lie about what generally tends to make women happy or not. I'm all for choice in these, you know, choose your own path in your life. Of course, just let's not uphold this delusion that women who make that choice don't often end up having some second thoughts and or regrets about it later in life. Right. I mean, you have to be a special kind of woman to be able to get through life and feel okay about not having children. It has to be like Ann Coulter, like sure. God help me if I can't have kids. God. I, help me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, mm. we need to be honest with what, what makes the average woman happy. Um, And that's going to be having kids not being chained to some random cubicle, doing marketing work for some fat cat. Hmm. Um, All right. Let me reload this. I'm going to get through uh, Streamlabs really quick before you hop into those. Will you do the Streamlabs Um, now so I can find out where I am? Yeah, there's just two. John Martin uh, says, the bomb to CNN misspelled Brennan. Call me crazy. I didn't know that. But call me crazy, but it seems like a libtard thing to do. I'll have to check that out. I I did read that it was addressed to Brennan, but I did not see the misspelling. Interesting. Thank you, John. Uh, Oseal Lazoya. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Love the show, Matt and Blonde. Uh, also, I've been working in concrete and it's hard AF. Uh, I wonder, as fuck for the kids out there, I wonder why there isn't a diversity or gender quota in those fields. Uh, or I wonder why there isn't a diversity or gender quota in those fields. Haha. <laughs> those pussy SJWs would eat absolute shit their first day. Keep up the great work. Jeez, he closed it with an N word. Ooh, My spicy. goodness, he's he's going hard. He's going hard R. I don't uh, know what that's about. Yikes, yikes. I think he's just trying to demonstrate what he can do on Streamlabs as opposed to, <laughs> to Super Chat. Thank you, uh, Oseal. I don't know how I pronounce the name. I'm going with Oseal. Oseal, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the Slaughtered Lamb. Um, oh, I already read that one. Jabber Wolf says, pipe bomb story. Who does it help and who does it hurt? Democrats have lost interest, interested voters in the past two weeks. This only helps Democrats and helps CNN. Possible it came from a Democratic aide. That's very possible. Yeah. Mm. It might just be some run-of-the-mill Antifa retard, too. Uh, thank you for that. This is from Grant Blonde. Have you reached out to Martina Marcota yet? You should get uh, on with her and talk about the arts. We need to expand the culture on our side and not just the politics and news. I have not, Grant. I'm sorry about that. I will do my best to commit it to memory right now. Nonpartisan media. Committed to packages, a sticky note. I know, right? Uh, packages don't have postmarks and convenient timing for sending bombs in the mail to help Democrat votes. Matt, say happy birthday mm. to your mom for me. Yo, mom. This is now going to be a meme. I, I'm yeah, going to see my mom this weekend, and I will say happy birthday to her. Not, yep, only on my, not only for myself, but on behalf of the stream. Tell her happy 37th birthday. Seems about right. Lotcom. Matt and I once made love. I swabbed the inside of his cheeks and let him sample my DNA. If you know what I mean, we do. And mm. that's fucking gross. <laughs> Thank Big you. LC. A reminder to everyone that there will be no call-in show next week because of Halloween and no call-in show the week after because Matt and I will be spending all day making love. <laughs> wow. We don't even know the origin of this. I swear to God. Gay! Someone explained it one time. Remember we had a guy call in and explain 
exactly. He went through all the streams and found out the, uh, the that origin. Is I should have had him. I should have had him write it down so I could reference it. But I'm sure he's dangerous. Spaces says Matt wished his mom happy birthday last year. That stuck with me ever since because I have the same birthday. Ah. Oh yeah, it was probably oh. maybe it was on a Sunday or something, and I said happy birthday to my mom on a or a Wednesday. Who knows? Um, this is Fernando Calles. I've been reading a lot of comments from different videos in Spanish on YouTube related to the migrant caravan, and I was pleasantly surprised to see a lot of Latinos agreeing with President Trump. Cheers from Sweden. Mm. That is, that's good news. Interesting. Um, Thank you. Tim Hammond, if I were king, I would let them get here, pack them on ships, and ship them to the tip of Argentina so they would have just as far to walk to get home. <laughs> wow. That's very blondie like, of you. I like it. I like it. Uh, Akazid. Went to gay pride event in Hong Kong this weekend. Very wholesome and family friendly event without hypersexualization. Families and dog walkers there just having fun. Um, bar some inclusivity talks by high schoolers on stage. Huh. Wow. That's shocking. But I guess they kind of have their shit together. Uh, hmm. Truck my ad. No note. Uh, let me reload this. But I think that that's it. All right. Well, uh, if we're all set, let's get out of here. Good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay. Well, Another reminder, Sunday show, three hours early. So that'll be at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Costumes are set. Should be fun. Uh, we'll go for a couple hours and talk about all this nonsense, the caravan stuff, the bombing stuff. I got some good stuff in the notes. And, of course, uh, I'm excited to to wear these outfits. I think it's going to be a fun time. And uh, appreciate everybody tuning in and, and uh, you know, everybody's support of the call-in show and all that. We'll be back with the call-in show on November 14th. It's going to be a little bit. Oh, wow. We'll see you then. Jeez.